Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, thank you to everybody who listens. Thank you to everybody who is subscribed. We're almost at 100 subscribers on YouTube within a couple weeks. Really appreciate everybody. Uh, sometimes it's easier to watch, even though it's both tough to look at. Watch than listen. Um, YouTube has been a beautiful outlet for us so far, and we're only going to grow it even more. A um, lot to talk about today. I know it's the offseason, but, but when I do five podcasts a week, because there is always something to talk about. Kyler Murray agrees with me. Interesting. AJ Green is impressing people in training camp. Surprise, surprise. I'm right again. And the NFL, NFL.com came out with their all offense and all defense under 25 teams. Um, the only player that would uh, be able to be on this team would be Kyler Murray. Buda Baker's already 25. We'll run down that list. Uh, Kyle Shanahan reigns supreme once again in the national media regarding his San Francisco 49ers. We'll talk about it. Uh, first, this episode, I'm so happy that this episode is brought to you by Locked On Fantasy Football because, Bo, that means it's coming. This is the first time we're talking about Locked On Fantasy Football, and uh, Vinny Iyer's got you covered. It's from the Sporting News, it provides you the edge you need in your fantasy football leagues. Locked On Fantasy Football is a daily podcast all year round, so your fantasy team never fails. Subscribe to Locked On Fantasy. Josh Weinfuss, uh, he was on with me a couple days ago, friend of the podcast, um, great Arizona Cardinals writer for ESPN, put out an article, and the title reads, Kyle Murray wants his legs to be a, quote, luxury in the Cardinals offense. And it's interesting because Bo and I, this has been a, a talking point for us pretty much since Kyler came into the league where it's like, is he running enough? Is he not running? Is he, is he not running enough? Is this bailing out Cliff Kingsbury? Are these design runs? Is the read pass option something that you give the credit to the head coach for, or is it really just on the player? And it just is bringing this to the forefront before the season starts. Like Kyler pretty much said, I, I want it to be a part of the game, but I don't want it to be relied upon. Now, Bo, what were your thoughts after you read this article? It's just the natural like progression of a running quarterback, of a of a physically gifted running quarterback. I mean, we saw it happen with guys like Randall Cunningham, Donovan McNabb, even Michael Vick went went through it, where there's going to be pressure, especially from the media, for these guys to seriously develop their pocket pocket passing game. They're gonna sit. They're gonna. There's gonna be a year where there's gonna be. They're gonna read their headlines, the press clippings, and they're gonna say, "Okay, I want to be taken seriously as a passer. I know what I can do with my physical gifts." Scored 11 touchdowns on the ground last year. I was an absolute just lethal threat in the red zone, uh, unlike anybody seen in the 2020 NFL season last year. Uh, so Kyler Murray, I mean, he understands it, right? I mean, he understands his gifts. But at the same token, he understands that there's places for improvement in his passing game. And sometimes you have to um, concede, you know, using those gifts and, and tucking it and running it and finding open space, even though that might be the right play. He's going to have to take his lumps a little bit just to kind of develop his passing game and get it to where it's necessary to really take the next step as an NFL signal caller. Yeah, it, it's 
again, it's unfair that Patrick Mahomes came in and just did it. It's unfair even last year that Justin Herbert just came in and just did it. I mean, they're big. Josh Allen, Josh Allen is more of a career arc that you'd hope Kyler Murray would be. Obviously not in stature, size, whatever. Gameplay is somewhat similar, even though Kyler Murray runs the ball a little bit more with purpose than Josh Allen does. Josh Allen's kind of a... I don't know, he's kind of a wild man with the ball at times, and he's obviously buttoned it up as of last year. His coming out party was last year, and we're looking at that with Kyler. It's just interesting, like, he was quoted as saying, after the New England Patriots' ugly loss, where Isaiah Simmons' late hit set up a late field goal, I think Nick Folk was our kicker last year for the Patriots to beat the the, uh, Cardinals. He said, quote, I don't think I have to run for us to be successful. And that was right during the downturn of the season. And then he was quoted as saying during... Uh, during June minicamp, he said, quote, honestly, the way, I, the way I see it is my leg should be a luxury, and it kind of wasn't like that last year. It was kind of me having to run for us in a sense, and once my shoulder was banged up or whatever, and I wasn't trying to put myself out there and take those hits and stuff like that, we kind of hit a lull, and that is 100% spot on because they were winning games early. He gets hobbled. They lost games late. That's, that's what happened. It's not yeah. debatable. So I'm not saying it's as cut and dry as what he's saying. I'm sure that there's going to be a happy medium somewhere, but you're right. If the offense isn't the strength of this team, predominantly with Kyler Murray throwing the ball and not running it, we've got a big problem. And we're going to find out a lot of that this year. Yeah, and I think that you're right as far as Patrick Mahomes. He just sets the bar at a different level. He did. He was a pass-first guy. I mean, the arm strength was unreal. And then, uh, you know, you've got Justin Herbert, who's also a pass-first guy. They just happen to be athletic. And then you have Lamar Jackson, the opposite end of this, that spectrum, where he's a run-first guy. And you've got a guy that's got a skill set that's somewhere in between, and that's Kyler Murray. But you, as far as Josh Allen's concerned, when you look at the just the maturation and development, I think that Josh Allen is the guy to follow, not, not Patrick Mahomes. I mean, nobody should follow Patrick Mahomes as far as that blueprint. It doesn't exist. It exists in one guy. It's it's a it's a just a party for one, and it's Patrick Mahomes. But uh, I think Josh Allen, that's that's very Kyler Murray is very capable of doing that. Josh Allen had to rely on his athleticism, his uh, running ability early on because he just didn't he wasn't there throwing the football. And I'd say that Kyler Murray is even actually ahead of where Josh Allen was going into his third season. And then Josh Allen went off last year in his third year, thirty you know what was it thirty seven touchdowns throwing the football. Kyler Murray can do that. I mean, look out. And if he could save the wear and tear as far as, you know, getting out there and, and maybe just taking little licks and hits and stuff like that, perfect for the Arizona Cardinals. No doubt yeah. about it. Right. I mean, and that I mean, that's obviously the main difference here is that their best goal line runner is their quarterback because he's eight feet tall and he weighs 270 pounds. You know, right. like it's it's completely different with Kyler in that respect, even though Kyler Murray has proven that he's a very good inside the 10 yard line. Uh, rusher of the football to get into the end zone the bills were an anomaly last year because they had no running game whatsoever and, and it, if it wasn't josh allen i mean singletary had a couple of good games zach moss when he came in was healthy he was fine but it's interesting another little parallel here is one of the main additions last year for the bills was cole beasley a reliable possession receiver who doesn't look anything in stature or size like aj green but that could be another addition for Kyler Murray where you can rely upon somebody to run a perfect route and get open yeah. on third and seven to move the chains. So we could see a lot of parallels. And listen, if we don't, the offensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills, maybe the Arizona Cardinals head coach next year. 
So yeah. there's a lot of little parallels. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot yeah. of little things between Josh Allen and Kyler Murray that are uh, synonymous or pseudo-synonymous. Alex Clancy, Bo Wait. Brock, go. Please. I mean, it's just, it's taking me back to freshman basketball. It really is. It's just like my coach just yelling at us. The fact that we would put the ball on the, on the floor and try to dribble up court when you could just do it easily with a pass, with a couple passes. <laughs> I mean, he was just screaming. He would just drill it into our head. And if you think about the Arizona Cardinals moving the ball down the field, I mean, what, what's better for not only the lifespan of Kyler Murray, the quarterback, but this offense just moving and what the principles of the air raid are is starting the football. And if, if they can figure it out and if Kyler Murray can be more, I don't know, uh, j just spreading the wealth a little bit outside of DeAndre Hopkins and, and cut up some defenses, throwing the football. I mean, I think it just makes life easier overall in the desert. Yeah. I mean, I'm having flashbacks now to between 37 seconds and a minute and a half possessions coming out of after the other team scoring yeah. because three short passes, three incompletions and get off the field. Now, there, there's something that needs to be important that's important to be said before we move on to the next segment here is we're not saying that Kyler Murray needs to be all pro. Like that's something that's something that needs to be understood. This defense is good. Okay? It's not the Bills where the defense was fine for a while. They would also give up 40 points in a game. Josh Allen had to be all world for the Bills to win. And Kyler Murray just needs to improve upon last season and be a more efficient passer. He's a good passer. He's not a great passer of the football at the NFL level yet. He just needs to get better next year. And that's all you're asking for. You're not asking for the world here, right? I mean, we're on the same page there. No. No, but he's got the skill set, and you've seen him in his ability to make all the throws. He already yeah. passed for a sixty-seven percent clip. I mean, we had a we did a rankings as far as the network's concerned, the Locked On Network, as far as top ten quarterbacks, and we'll tell you where Kyler Murray finished. But you know, he was behind a quarterback where they had similar passing numbers, and it, it just I think people kind of lose sight of how good of a passer he already is. And I think a lot of people are like, okay, we see this skill set. He can be so much better. But one one last point about this is just like Kyler Murray is a sports car. He is. Like mm -hmm. he can do all the things that, you know, your Toyota Tercel can do or your Dodge Taurus, you know, those steady vehicles, right? But then he can kick it into another gear. Like that's the advantage of having a sports car. Like you don't have to drive it 95 every – we don't have to be Zayvon Collins going down Chaparral <laughs> doing 75 and a 35. But – you, you you do have that ability to kick it into another gear. That's why you buy the sports car. And that's his running Alex, the football. Alex Lancey, Bob Rock, Locked On Cardinals. Uh, coming up next, we will tell you where the Locked On NFL hosts ranked Kyler Murray um, from 1 to 32. Uh, that's coming up next, Locked On Cardinals. First, Bo, if I were to bet the over-under, if Online had a line for the over-under on where Kyler Murray would sit, I would think it would be about 9.5. Uh, we'll tell you what he actually fell in at after Bo talks a little bit about one of our favorite sponsors. And we've got the Eastern Conference Finals tonight. The Atlanta Hawks trying to even things out. You like the Hawks as seven-point dogs? We'll see. What's Trey Young's status? you got to keep tabs on that. But, of course, the best place to get action, it's betonline.ag. Easiest, safest way to do that. Of course, you've got the Suns. That series extended last night. You'll see game, what is it, game six tomorrow. Suns one-point favorites. You think that's too little? Maybe get on the Sunnies to close it out. Or you've got Major League Baseball. You've got the NHL. All the action you need, plus news, notes. You've got you know uh, special deals. It's all at betonline.ag. 
Get off the sidelines. Get in on the action. Use your cell. Use your computer. Use your laptop. Go to betonline.ag. Sign up today. You'll get your sign-up bonus. It's a 50% sign-up bonus. So if you put in 100 bucks, you get $50 free to play around with. It's BetOnline. The best. It's your local sports betting experts. Second segment here, Locked on Cardinals. Follow him at Bob Rack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Oh, man. Follow the podcast at Locked on Easy Cards. Thank you to everybody who watches us live every day, streams later, leaves comments, likes. Um, we really appreciate it. <laughs> we do. And we are, what, 75 days away from football? I mean, yeah. from week one. 75 days. 75, 74. Uh, it's close, man. Like, I'm so happy. Thank you so much to Adam Silver and the NBA for pushing up their schedule. Like, I'm not going to thank the reason why it happened, because uh, that would be completely inhumane and, and ridiculous of me. But let's hope that this is have basketball played on top of baseball through June and into mid-July, which would just set the stage, the silver platter for training camp and preseason for the NFL. So, uh, Bo, uh, Ross Jackson, um, He's our fearless leader for the NFL sector of the Locked On Podcast Network. You got into a little tussle with him after <laughs> he posted after he posted the the final rankings for the Locked On NFL hosts, all thirty or thirty six, however many there are, thirty eight with with co hosted shows. Having Kyler Murray ranked where? So here is the thing: as far as what we did, it was an exercise between all the Locked On NFL hosts. Um, and we voted on the top 10 quarterbacks. That's what it was. And it was a point system. So we can kind of tell where the other quarterbacks ranked outside of the top 10. And uh, Kyler Murray wasn't in the top 10. Shocker. I mean, the disrespect <laughs> continues. That's the theme of the offseason. That's why I came out with the claws out already. Like, I was already on the defensive. I, I kind of knew going in. I, I suggest you watch the YouTube video, Locked on NFL, Cody Rourke and Ross Jackson. And, and poor Ross Jackson was just, the messenger. He was just delivering the news and Kyler Murray. I didn't hear what I wanted to hear. And uh, Kyler Murray was not in the top 10. Uh, you know, Ryan Tannehill got the nod. Deshaun Watson got the nod. Uh, and we're talking top 10 quarterbacks of 2021. So Deshaun Watson, you know, we don't know what his status is. Could he even play? But you saw the year he had last year. I think everybody would rank Deshaun Watson over Kyler Murray. There's, you know, Matthew Stafford was in the top 10. He continues to get uh, all this respect despite the passing numbers being similar as Kyler Murray, but Kyler Murray having a complete huge edge and running the football. Some of our hosts just turned a blind eye to that. Kyler's 13th. He was behind Matt Ryan. And I laid it out there. It's like, if you look at, this, at the passing statistics, Kyler has pretty much, you know, Ryan had more passing yards. Good for him. But he didn't have a better completion percentage, QBR, quarterback rating, he didn't have, uh, I mean, he de certainly didn't win as many football games. And then as far as rushing the football, it was non-existent. I don't know, like, why are, you know, hosts of these of these podcasts continue to just, like, put their head in the sand as far as Kyler Murray. Like, Matt Ryan is not a better quarterback. You, okay, if you're give, if you're out on the playground and you're playing pickup football, who are you taking? Matt Ryan or, or Kyler Murray? What world... Do you take Matt Ryan over Kyler Murray? It, as long as that world isn't 2016. I'm going to give you a little PSA now, Locked on Cardinals watchers and listeners. Bo doesn't get a whole lot of sleep anymore, so he will <laughs> rip your head off if you say something that pisses him off. Okay, He doesn't have the balance that he once did. Um, I agree. 
I mean, come on. It's but here's the thing: is would you rather have Lamar Jackson hype or this? Like right now, going into the 2021 season, I know it's trying to silver line a, a piece of excrement, you know, for right. for how people talk about Kyler Murray. But would you rather have it this way and let it be bulletin board material, or you hope it would be, or have him be like, you know what, he's the next Patrick, Mo- he's their Super Bowl, it's going to happen. Right. Kyler Murray is going to be the MVP. It's just interesting to me, and, it, and I think Kyle Shanahan falls into this as well. And you know, my disdain for that. It, it's just like it's this group think, and people they can't separate themselves right. from it. It's like, oh, Kyle Shanahan, he's a mastermind. He's an offensive guru. It's like, well, yeah. I mean, that's gotten pretty far. One winning season in San Francisco. He helped. Uh, he was on the losing end of a 28-3 blown lead in the Super Bowl. Um, I mean, yeah, that's pretty good, isn't it? And then Matt Ryan was also the quarterback of that team. And then we're talking about Matt. What are we talking about? Matthew Stafford? It's like, (laughs) oh, I think he's going to pair pretty well with with Sean McVay. It's like, we haven't seen that. What we've seen from Matthew Stafford is, his numbers are pretty similar to Kyler Murray throwing the football, but he was on just some atrocious Detroit Lions teams. Why does the quarterback, the most important position in all of sports, get exempt when the team is horrible? I don't. I mean, we're talking about Matthew Stafford and Matt Ryan being ranked ahead of Kyler Murray, and their teams won four and five games respectively last year. Uh, <laughs> but we're guys who are too smart. Like. We're, we're, Smartest guys in the room, but we can't get away from what the national media is already spoon feeding us. I mean, it's Kyler Murray. You would take Kyler Murray over those guys 10 times out of 10. Well, let me ask you this. And I feel like it's almost rhetorical, even though you are a Cliff Kingsbury truther. Um, if Sean McVay was the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals starting this season, yeah, where would Kyler Murray rank? Oh, are you kidding me? I mean, they, they would. He would probably be the like top three quarterback. Or say, put. It, let me ask you this: like, if yeah. it's not say it's like Brian Dable, or like yeah. they fired Cliff, and it's Brian Dable or Eric Bieniemy, first year head coach, genius offensive minds from what we've seen, but they've also had incredible tools to use. Right. And what I would you say would in be, that regard? It wouldn't be fair because we we don't know much about Dable outside of what he's helped Josh Allen develop into, but we Which don't is know a lot. Any, yeah, it is, but we don't know what he's like as far as a head coach. Okay. And if he's going to have, you right. know, obviously gifted offensive mind, just like Cliff Kings- Kingsbury. Um, it, it, we just don't know what it's going to look like when the pressure's on when he's a head coach. I just, I think that there's a difference. I mean, there's not as much uh, pressure, you know, as at the OC position as there is as the head coach. I mean, having to manage a game. So I, I think that you make a great point if they if they coupled McVeigh and and Murray people would lose their minds it would be it would be the darling of the offseason there would be like a celebrity power couple name it would be McMurray like everybody would be all <laughs> over it. like it would be they couldn't like help themselves so i i hear what you're saying yes cliff kingsbury is probably the main reason the arizona cardinals you know shortcomings at the end of last season absolutely didn't do them any favors as far as the respect this offseason but let me just I just want to point out how the hypocrisy out there. It's just I don't understand why you can give all this credit to these quarterbacks that have been kind of um wavering the last couple seasons, but they feel like they're in a better position with Arthur Smith and and uh and Sean McVay as their 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 play callers that they're gonna take this next step that's it doesn't make them the better choice over Kyler Murray. Alex Clancy Bobrock locked on Cardinals. You can follow him at Bob Rack. Um, he's going to have some fire takes today. I'm going to take the day <laughs> off, and he's going to continue 
his his rant on social media, I'm sure, on the interwebs. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Again, thank you to everybody who listens. Coming up next, AJ Green. Listen, we've talked about him a little bit, and I'm going to talk about him some more because I don't think he's getting the credit he deserves for time served in the NFL so far before he's joined the Arizona Cardinals and what he actually could mean to this team coming up during the 2021 season. Um, first, Bo, I'm hungry. Can you tell me about something to eat? Absolutely. Some Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the planet. No doubt about it. And they've got nine flavors that you can always rely upon. And they're always they're all 100% covered in chocolate. It is a candy bar. Uh, our protein bar disguised as a candy bar. It's like healthy, tasty, the world's colliding. And for the summer, you can get the limited time flavors. Orange, strawberry. I know Alex loves orange. You're probably yeah. buying a box yourself. Yeah. Or see, here's the thing. Don't put the card before the horse deciding what you like before you tried it. I didn't know that orange was good. Like the first time when Bill Bar first became a sponsor, we got this 18 pack of try every flavor. Like they've, and, and they give it, they doubled up and stuff. And uh, when I had orange, I say I ate it first. Cause I thought I was going to like it the least. You know how you save your favorite ones for the end. And I'm like, damn it. Damn it. I should have saved that one. Cause that's the best one by far. True story. No doubt about it. And you don't cut anything nutrition wise when you get this great flavor, it's actually, it's equal. You've got each bar that has about 17 grams of muscle pack and protein, only 130 calories and only four grams of fat, four grams of net carbs. Right now, go to builtbar.com, get yourself a mix box, figure out which flavor you like the best. Use the promo code LOCKED15 to save 15% off on your next order at builtbar.com. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. All right, final segment here, Locked on Cardinals. Um, our boy James Rapine from Locked on Bengals put out this article from Fan Nation on SI.com about A.J. Green and him joining the Cardinals. And he quoted Cliff Kingsbury as saying earlier this month, quote, he's been really impressive when you see him on the field with that type of size and that type of movement skills. Very conscientious player. He's picking it up quickly. Consummate professional. Can't say enough good things about him. Really excited that he's here. He brings a lot to that receiving room. Okay, let's drop 30% off the comment because it came from Cliff. But when it comes to AJ Green joining a different organization, obviously we've never seen it before. We have our own here with Larry Fitzgerald. We'll see what happens. That's TBD still. I feel like people underestimated who A.J. Green was. His name did not precede him when he signed with the Cardinals. Like People are like, yeah, perennial pro bowler, been injured, bad teams, didn't play in 2019, $6 million too much. What are the Cardinals doing? That was the original national media thought. When I saw it, I'm like, have you watched him when he's on the field? Not only is he the consummate pro part, but he brings a different level of NFL acumen and talent that isn't widespread across the landscape of the NFL. Even if he's a B-minus version of what he was when he was an A-A-plus version, that's still better than 70% of the receivers in the league. Even at 32, about to be 33, he was never a real burner. He was never a guy that was going to eat your lunch with his speed, but he will run every route in the route tree. He catches almost everything that's thrown to him. He's great along the sidelines, and he's one of the best red zone threats in the league still. So, Bo, I don't know if you're as excited about this as I am, but I feel like we didn't give enough thought as a national media, like the national media didn't 
to realize, yo, this dude has been so undervalued and so underrated pretty much for the ent entirety of his career. Zach Taylor just, he didn't know how to utilize A.J. Green. Sounds I'm, familiar. I mean, yeah, he just doesn't know to utilize most of the offensive players in Cincinnati. But, um, and I hear what you're saying with Cliff Kingsbury. We'll see, you know, if, if this is a, is a, Cliff Kingsbury better pick up the phone and call Marvin Lewis, by the way, who's at Arizona State and was part of the A.J. Green heyday. He was the head coach of those teams. I mean, he's more of a defensive-minded guy. But to say, what, 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 how did you put him in you know, positions to be successful? He's just one. He's just down the street. So I think that's a, something that you might want to look into. But I look at, like, Reggie Wayne's career, and he's a guy that played, like Larry Fitzgerald, uh, pretty successfully up until about 36, 37 years old. Um, and he had a down year right around the time that A.J. Green had a down year. Um, now it was when Peyton was out and it was when, uh, you know, Andrew Luck came in the league where he kind of became successful again, but that can be the same kind of resurgence that AJ Green has, but AJ Green is also going to have to re recognize that, look, he's not the same wide receiver. He was three seasons ago, and he's going to have to have like this, um, reinvention of how his game looks just like Larry Fitzgerald did at this same age, you know, right around 33, you know, we talked to Jake Liskow of locked on Bengals, just his co-host James Rapin that he played really well in the slot and we could see some slot AJ green and that'd be great for the Arizona Cardinals. If they had somebody that they could really rely upon to, to run some decent routes in the slot, that would be huge for Kyler Murray, whatever it is. It's gotta be kind of a reset as far as where his mind is, what type of player he is and what his, his targets are going to look like. And then two, you know, what, uh, you know, I think that this he is in his position. It's not unprecedented at his age to have this resurgence. We've seen it even in the desert, but it takes a special type of talent. I think AJ Green can be that guy. Yeah, and a special type of demeanor to be able to yeah. take that role. You know, and that's Larry Fitzgerald and he are synonymous. They're they're the same exact person demeanor wise. You know, on the field, do your job, lead by example. And again, when they signed him, we talked about this. What about the targets? He can get ten targets a game. Like, I don't know why people think that, I mean, I would happily, if if he's able to be durable, who knows how many games he's going to play this year, but if Kyler Murray's going to throw the ball 30 times a game, DeAndre Hopkins probably going to get 12 targets a game, you'd think, on average. That's 18 targets to go around. I mean, if, if he gets seven, eight, nine targets, that's wide receiver two, wide receiver 1A target share. So he's going to get his chances if... He's, he has the output on the field that I think he's going to have. It, it'll be very interesting to see, but you're right. I mean, you move him to the slot. He's 6'4", man. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's big. And 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 again, he can run every round. He'll run across the middle like a lot of wide receivers won't. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see. It's good to hear some glowing reviews out of training camp so far surrounding A.J. Green. Alex Nancy Bobrock, Locked On Cardinals. Um, we've got three more of these babies for you this week. Uh, Johnny Venerable from Revenge of the Birds is going to join us on Friday. We do have a fantasy football guest coming up in the next week or so, just ironing out the details for that. So it's going to be an exciting summer ahead of training camp. I promise you that.